You are listening to episode 187, and today we're talking all about the crippling guilt that often comes with self-care. Take a listen. Hey friends, welcome back to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast where we have real, raw, and honest talk about life as mothers. I'm your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. I'm a certified counselor, personal development mentor for mothers, an author, and a published photographer. I know, quite a mix of things, right? (laughs) Becoming a wife to my main squeeze 10 years ago was a dream come true. I was on cloud nine. I was a new wife. I had just started my counseling career and my life was organized and I had energy to do all of the things. Fast forward five years from then, I had left my career. I was home with two babies while building my photography business and was hardly able to keep my head above water. Despite having an amazing husband, healthy children, and a beautiful home, I felt completely lost in my overwhelm. I was burnt out and then I hit rock bottom in my daily debilitating anxiety and I thought, this cannot be happily ever after. There has to be more than this. And guess what mama there is I get you I hear you I see you I am you I believe that every single mother can rewrite her story no matter what chapter she's on you deserve more than the disheveled burnt out anxiety ridden version of yourself that is hardly able to keep her head afloat it's in this podcast that I am sharing how you can do that Every week, I'm chatting about all of the tools and knowledge that I've collected over the past few years. These are the tools that not only pulled me out of survival mode, but are allowing me to thrive in motherhood. And guys, oh my gosh, I love my life so much, and it can be you too. Each episode, whether it's just me chatting or an interview with an amazing guest, it's going to be jam-packed with content, inspiration, and heart. Are you ready to rewrite your story? Well, grab my hand and let's do this. I am so exhausted. I am tired and not like tired that I didn't get enough sleep last night, but the kind of tired where my soul is just tired. I don't feel inspired. I don't feel motivated. I'm finding myself numbing out. My anxiety is totally irregulated. Sometimes it's okay. And other times it's just not okay. And I can't figure this out. And my kids are having so much trouble with school and they're stressed out and they don't want to wake up for school. They're having behaviors that I don't understand. And I'm sometimes wondering if I'm dealing with my own depression. I am not feeling joy anymore. I'm just, I just feel broken. Is this something that resonates with you? These statements, can you listen to that and be like, oh my God, me too. I am not feeling all of those things. I have definitely felt those things in and out throughout the past two years for sure. However, I feel like in my space in the world as a mom, as a coach, um, and just someone who talks to a lot of people, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a breakdown. I'm seeing people reach the peak of the past two years. I'm seeing them collapse in different ways. And even the collapse is an ebb and a flow and it shifts and feels different. For instance, it could feel anxious one day and depressed another day. 
I myself have been seeing a shift in my children. And this has been like, okay, we, we need to have a discussion. And by we, I mean all of us. And I think what's really important to understand is exactly what's going on. What is going on is that we have been dealing with trauma. Um, All of us, it's going to look different. Some of us are having reactions to traumas we haven't healed from the past. But ultimately, we as humans inside of what's been happening the past two years are experiencing trauma responses. And I feel really passionate about educating people on what is actually going on. I relate the metaphor to we are blindfolded walking through a jungle. And I can't take you out of the jungle. We can't take you out. But we can take the blindfold off so you can actually see what is going on and feel more aware. And because of that, feel in more control. Again, it's not about taking it away. It's just finding awareness. It's being able to label, this is what is going on. I feel this way because. I know this is coming up because. And to have simple tools that we can implement daily to help manage everything we're feeling every day. It doesn't mean there is an answer, a switch to turn everything off and make things not feel this way. There is no magic pill or bullet or bulletproof vest that's going to protect you from the experiences of being a human inside of what we're currently experiencing. But knowledge is power. And with that power also creates compassion. When you have that knowledge, you are able to then look at how someone else is responding to something, whether it's verbally um, canceling plans, uh, reacting, any of that, and be like, oh, I see, I understand. I understand why they're reacting that way because this is what is going on. Because I'm so passionate about this, I am doing a free masterclass, no agenda, just a free masterclass. I will be offering something at the end that is also free. So there's truly no agenda except my passion for wanting to teach as many people as I can about themselves and to give you the power to heal yourself. Nobody can heal you but you. And part of that process is just having the awareness. So if the whole idea of healing yourself feels like, ah, that doesn't resonate with me, I don't like how that feels, let that go. If it does resonate with you, come on in. But it doesn't even have to be about healing. It's just the more you know. Going to this masterclass is going to just give you basic information about understanding what we're going through, why we're reacting the way we're reacting, and how we can support ourselves and the people we love so that we can manage some of these reactions and feelings and behaviors. This masterclass is on January 24th at 7 p.m. EST. If you cannot make it live, you may absolutely still sign up and you will get the replay. It's going to be about an hour long. I will have questions. At the end, I'll leave some space for questions. I'm not going to have the questions recorded to be sure to um, protect people's privacy if they have any private information they are sharing. So if you have questions or want to be involved in that conversation, please be sure to try and get there live. Uh, You can sign up at erinjoycementoring.com slash free class. So again, it's erinjoycementoring.com forward slash free class. And this is truly a no agenda free masterclass. 
I am trauma-informed certified. I can share a ton of letters behind my name and certifications, but ultimately um, I, I am in it with you. <laughs> and I want to share more, and I, I know a lot around what's happening. I am not exempt from experiencing what you're experiencing it, what you're experiencing, and I'm experiencing it with you. Um, and I want nothing more than to support fellow humans. So please join me again. It's January 24th. Uh, that's a Monday at 7 p.m. EST. All right, let's jump into what I want to talk about today, which is why we feel so guilty about our self-care. Anyone relate? Anybody? Okay, so I have a simple equation for you. Tell me if this resonates. Taking time for self-care creates guilt, but the absence of self-care and just time for yourself equals resentment for taking care of other people. Can I have a show of hands? (laughs) Mine is up. Isn't that the truth? Like we feel incredibly guilty to take time for ourselves to take care of ourselves. What does that mean? I don't know. It could be asking for childcare so you can go to therapy. If you want it to be luxurious self-care, like going to get a massage or manicure or whatever, we feel extra guilty because we're spending money. We're having someone else take care of the kids, but I'm supposed to take care of the kids. They're my kids. The statement, it takes a village, literally comes from history that villages helped raise the children because you were not designed to be the only ones to do it. And you have a village that the village has changed. I get it. But I'm positive that everybody listening has at least one person in their life who wants to help you. Whether it's a family member, a spouse, a sibling. Well, that's a family member, a neighbor, a uh, school friend's parent. I promise you, you might not know that they're there. And you might have a story that I don't have anybody and you find the evidence to support that story that isn't not true, but I promise you there is evidence to support the story that there's at least one person in your life who's willing to help. So I digress. We feel guilty asking for that help. We feel guilty putting the kids to bed early so that we can take a bath. We feel guilty telling the kids, please do not come into my room until 630 because I'm taking time to meditate and journal or whatever it might be, or asking your significant other to put the kids to bed tonight because I'm done and I need space. We feel so guilty for it. But if we don't do that, we end up putting the kids to bed and we're pissed the whole time. We're irritable. We're usually snapping at them or the significant other, or we numb out and then we feel guilty about that, right? It's this feedback loop of a circle of that equation. If we don't take, if we take care of ourselves, we feel guilty. But if we are taking care of everybody else, we feel resentment. And the equation to fix this is that self-care removes the guilt and ultimately the resentment too. But I find that it has to be consistent to experience that shift. It's not just the one time because you need to break the pattern of the guilt, right? Like the guilt is there. We experience it. So we're afraid to do it. We do it one time. We feel the guilt. I don't want to feel that anymore. I'm just going to keep being pissed off and resentful that I have to take care of everybody and do everything. But if you find the courage and confidence, it's in there. I promise it's in there. And the pattern that supports you, I don't want your self-care to look like your friend Lauren's. 
I don't want your morning routine to look like the podcast host, Aaron, that you listen to. I don't want your meal prep to look like Natalie's. I want your self-care to look like your self-care. And that is what we have to get into, is really asking ourselves, what is going to be our self-care? What does that look like? What feels good? And creating a space for that. And we're not going to go from zero to 100 either, because that is no way to implement new changes. I want you to create space for just something small. Maybe it is taking five minutes before bed to just breathe, to just breathe, which will come up in the masterclass. (laughs) To just breathe. Maybe it's asking support from your significant other to go grocery shopping on the weekend so that you can meal prep and take care of yourself and eat what feels good. So you can eat what feels good and what nourishes your body. And if that transition sounded weird, it's because my dog decided to eat one of my plants and I had to hit pause and I have no idea where I left. But done is better than perfect. So here I am. My point is, is that taking care of yourself and self-care doesn't have to be this big, audacious, scary, huge shift in your life that's going to create that guilt. It can be small incremental steps. My self-care today is 0% what my self-care looked like when I started shifting how I scheduled my energy years ago. My self-care has changed a lot. My, and I can't even remember, I, I think in the very beginning, so this is when I first started doing my own personal work. I started with even like my kids were young, right? I was still, Um, I don't think I was waking, if I was, I wasn't nursing through the night anymore, but I was up a lot because the kids were, my dog and cat are fighting now. I can't even believe it. (laughs) This is every podcast, guys, every podcast. Um, But I was up a lot because they were so little, you know, they were two and three years old. And I remember that I would wake up and usually with the kids, get myself together and get the kids situated and I would just sit and pull cards, oracle cards. I don't even really remember journaling. I remember at that time meditating in the morning actually made me feel anxious. So it was being recommended to meditate by a couple people who I was working with and and this is what I mean by I want you to do what feels good for you. Like pro- professional incredible women I was working with said meditate in the morning to help support your anxiety. And every time I tried it, I found I was even more anxious. Like it just, it, it just fed the anxiety because that's when my anxiety was highest. So I had to speak up and be like, I don't like how it feels and found that doing a meditation at night felt better. So I think that's what I did. Like that was it. I did, I pulled, I pulled a card and I did meditation and was working on eating better. That was, that was it. Today, like five years later, I have a very long morning routine. My kids are older. I typically have a very long evening routine. Like I'm starting to get ready for bed at 7 30, 8 o'clock. I sometimes tell my husband, like, please take over bedtime. Like they can give me hugs and kisses out here, depending on how, how my mood is that day, just to support myself and my kids. Um, And then I do lots of self-care throughout the day. I have full days every week of just self-care, of just taking care of me. 
I would never have been able to do that five years ago because I didn't know how. (laughs) I didn't know how literally, and I also didn't know how to do that mentally and emotionally because I didn't I didn't do enough reps yet. I have I didn't build my self-care muscle. And when you're trying to lift too much before you've worked up to it, you're going to hurt yourself. So I want you to think about the self-care in the same way that you have to start small so you don't hurt yourself. AKA feel super guilty and just never want to go back, right? You go to the gym and if you're trying to lift a ridiculous amount of weight, it's not going to be, it's, it's not, you know how when you work out, if, if you do, you'll hear an instructor say like pain is good, but not bad pain. Like we, we want to push your muscles a little bit to help build them, break them down a little bit to build them, but you don't want to feel negative pain. That's not good. We need to make a shift. And when we're trying to do too much at one time, it's going to create negative pain and that's bad. It can create trauma inside your body. We don't want to create trauma inside your body from trying to take care of it. (laughs) That is called counterproductive. So I want you to experience self-care without guilt. And the only way to do that is to do it incrementally and small baby steps. So if you are someone who is like the hand is up, like I don't take care of myself at all. And by taking care of myself, I mean taking time, spending money, are typically the ways that we do that. We we hire coaches, we hire therapists, we buy healthy food, which is a shift in how much we're spending on groceries. We are hiring childcare. We are asking for support from significant others and having that like tail in the leg feeling. But we need to do it incrementally. Maybe it's just having someone come over to watch the kids so you can grocery shop without them. Or again, having your significant other put them to bed once a week so that you can just have that little bit of a reprieve and you build and you'll know because your body's going to tell you just like my body told me, hey, hey girl, we don't like to meditate in the morning makes us feel like shit. (laughs) And I just speak up for myself, whether it was to someone or just to myself and say like, I feel you body. We're building a trusting relationship again. I hear you. Let's try it in the evening. And maybe the evening sucks too to meditate. And that's when you say to yourself, this just doesn't feel good. So we're going to put this meditation thing down and we'll try something else. Just like at the gym. There are some exercises my body loves and some my body hates. And the ones my body hates, it's not beneficial. Like all four exercises, you know, when you're like kicking your legs back, my shoulders hate that. And then it builds knots in my shoulders. So I need to figure out how to get some glute workouts without being on all fours. Because it's counterproductive. I'm hurting my body in a different place. Doesn't mean that all fours is amazing for someone else. Let them do their all fours, okay? You have to create self-care in a way that feels good for you. And my friend, when we figured this out, and and it's the showing up, doing it poorly, messing it up, and showing up again. That's what showing up means. When we continue to come back to ourselves, when we continue to come home to ourselves, is when we will begin to experience less resentment for taking care of other people. And isn't that the whole point? Isn't that where the guilt comes from? Is that you want to take care of other people? Well, and you don't want to take away from the taken care of, right? But when we're showing up in an energy that is angry and resentful and frustrated and irritable and agitated, do you think that's 
Like, is that how you want to show up for your, your people? No, that's, that's kind of what we're trying to avoid, but we're perpetuating that by not taking care of ourselves. It's this really funny irony in life, I suppose, but we can shift it. It's just incrementally. So begin taking the baby steps towards self-care. If you join this masterclass on Monday, the free offer after that is really going to focus on this. And I'm so freaking excited about it. And it comes like the freeness, (laughs) it like the value I should say is amazing. And I'm just so excited for the people who say yes to themselves and to an opportunity like this, um, because this, this will really, really support this incremental growth towards your self care. And what's the, the funnest part for me as a coach is seeing women make these shifts and it happens over time. It's not overnight and it's very subtle, but I love to be the one to hold the mirror up and be like, remember when you were this person and this is how you would have responded to this situation. They're like, Oh yeah. I'm different. I'm like, yeah, you are. Yes, you are. And it's just incredible to see women find that empowerment and confidence and courage to do those things in life, but they had to build their muscle to do it. And you can too. Okay. So let's release our guilt and resentment little by little by just adding in more care for ourselves, which will give us better, you know, just the space and energy to give better care to the people we really want to give care to. Okay. Okay. All right, again, join me for my masterclass. It is Monday, January 24th, 7 p.m. EST. You can sign up at erinjoycementoring.com slash free class. As always, connect with me on Instagram at Co. If this episode resonated with you, I love and appreciate so, so much when you share with other people. I cannot say enough how much that can actually change the trajectory of somebody's life. They could hear this episode and join my masterclass and just be changed by what they learn or by taking the free opportunity after the masterclass or, or choosing to work with me, or it could connect them with another person or another podcast. And it's just incredible how you hold the power to change the trajectory of somebody else's life by sharing. So if it resonates, I don't know what my dog is doing. If it resonates, be sure to um, pass it along. Um, share it on Instagram, privately text it to a friend. They're always my favorite texts and tags to get for me when people are like, Hey, I think you'd love this podcast. Um, so I hope that you do it too. And also if you, cause I haven't said this in a while, but I, it is amazing when you leave reviews and ratings for the podcast and my book, motherhood stripped. Um, it's, it's like the, just the best gift you can give to, um, leave ratings and reviews for all small business people, um, because it helps just spread the love and get it to other people. So I appreciate all of you who take the few minutes to do that. And that is all have an incredible week. I will talk to you next week. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Talk to you next time. Hey guys, before you go, we have a couple favors to ask. Leave a rating and a review. Your ratings and reviews tell the podcast people that this podcast is worth listening to and then they help it get to the people who need to hear it. Also, don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Erin Joyce Co. I love seeing which episodes you love and you also get to help me get the message out to other mamas that life can be pretty amazing. And if you're not a part of my free Facebook group, be sure to join. It's called Same Boat Huddle. Kind of easy to remember, right? It's the safe space to connect with other women just like you and to also get even more of me.
I can't wait to see you there. That's it. Don't forget. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a great week.